Welcome to Season 2 of the Podcast Show with Kaivil Inueva, where podcast growth and monetization continues. Brought to you by Podkai Media, a podcast production and marketing agency that helps functional medicine businesses increase their leads and sales. Visit their website at podkai.com. Hi guys, welcome back to the 8th episode of the podcast show. And for this episode, I will be with one of my friends, my mentor, and my visual brand stylist. Her name is Blessie Pastor, and she's the founder of Visual Brand Stylist PH, and she has been my friend for a long time. Uh, the reason why I guessed her here is because I want to give emphasis on how important visual brand is when it comes to podcasting, how you can grow your podcast uh, by optimizing your graphics, your promotional materials, of course, which also includes podcast artwork. Other than that, again, I'll j- I just want to give a very, very amazing intro to one of my friends because uh, she's just not, not my visual brand stylist. She's uh, my my friend and she's my mentor and because of her I was able to launch my podcast because she helped me map out and she pushed me start uh, launching it and when I saw her creating my artwork it really gave me that big push to publish my podcast so so yeah thank you so much Lessie because here in the Philippines we call uh, the people we respect dearly Ate so I call her Ate Lessie yeah, I just want to give the spotlight to Blessy so she can educate us about the graphics, how she does that for the clients because she's officially, her team is officially the stylist of Podcast Media, meaning for our clients, they are the ones who's also creating the graphics. So welcome Blessy to the podcast show finally. Hey everyone, I don't know how to start this, but I'm really happy to be in Kai's podcast show and yes she was right because when we started her brand we were actually having a hard time looking for the perfect name or title for her podcast show but yeah eventually we're we were able to get her name <laughs> funny thing is is that she she mentioned it it sounds like a, a game show but <laughs> actually it's not because yes you 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 do make money from doing podcast shows so that's why we you just coined it as um, podcast <laughs> which is a little bit witty though and now i'm really happy because she's in her season Season two. Oh, it's it's season two. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm thinking in advance, but yeah, I'm happy to be part of this season. And yeah, I'm going to share you about how visual brand styling can really help with your podcast. How can it benefit your podcast show? So yeah, we could get started. And I guess Kai here has questions for me and. Let's keep the ball rolling. <laughs> yes. And by the way, before I forget, since, since she mentioned, she was also the one who named my podcast. And a lot of people are, uh, not much, but there are a lot of listeners or Facebook friends who are saying that it's really a catchy name. And if you remember my last episode with Steve Worthy a few weeks ago, he also mentioned that it's a catchy name. And every time that 
someone says that to me, I always say her name, that she's the one who named that for me. Uh, I guess that's how effective creativity is when it comes to branding yourself, when it comes to giving your, your business a name, because it's really important that it has to be catchy and very rememberable. Right, so I want to get started. Yes, is there such a word? <laughs> memorable. Yeah, yeah, it should be rememberable. Yeah, so I want to get started with that. Yeah. If someone wants to get started with podcasting, though it is not really her her niche, mm-hmm. uh, but she helps a lot in putting things together when it comes to your branding, to your business name. So I want to ask her when it comes to podcasting, what do you think are the things that you should consider to have a catchy name? Because she did that for me, right? (laughs) So I just want to know what things did you consider back then that gave you the idea that, yeah, this name could could work for me? Well, since I really know you personally, <laughs> and I know that you're into doing a lot of podcast editing and management, I, I just realized just from you that when, when we were talking about our own niches, we learned about what we really do in our field. As for me, I'm, I'm doing visual branding and you, you're doing podcasting. I, I really did not have any idea about what a podcast editor does. And then when you said that you do a lot of things, I think you're the best person or the research person to you know show, show these people who really wanted to learn more about podcast editing and management. So you know, when we were talking about having that catchy name, and you said you you wanted to tell people about how profitable it is when people start doing their podcast. It could be monetized. So, yeah, I thought about any words uh, that could be related to money. <laughs> and it stick to me about, you know, um, doing maybe a podcast that would be relatable to money. So I thought of cash. <laughs> So yeah, that's how I uh, discovered that it's it's really a catchy name because you just change one letter in the podcast and then you just turn it into podcast. Yeah, and 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 you were hesitant. Yes. That time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was kind of hesitant because apart from monetizing it, apart from you know earning money, the other thing that I want to highlight in teaching about podcast is the values behind that, the mm-hmm. core values. And I remember the quote, your income is a side effect of your daily activities. So you, we don't solely rely on the income. We actually would want to think, to do things uh, behind our purpose, our base on our purpose, our more compass and anything to that effect. So yeah. I would... Hopefully, that that time, I was thinking if I could incorporate that with the name. But I realized that when I have a catchy name, I can attract more possible listeners and audience. Then I teach what's behind the name, right? So uh, that time, yeah, I was kind of hesitant. But yeah, I realized that it can give me more ways on how I can teach better. Yeah. Since I am trying to attract those people who would like to do podcasting. Yeah. So 
what I've heard from you is that they're saying it's important to always base it on a person's yeah. goals yes. and type of business. Yes, right? yes, yes. It also depends really on what you're going to talk about really on your podcast. Because, you know, there are a lot of people doing a lot of podcast shows, but it's not really, how do you say this, relatable maybe to their brand or, yeah. So you should embody what really is in in producing or in making your podcast name because I just remember the Inca Inca name. Do you, have you heard of, Sleep, of Sleeping Pill? Yeah, Sleeping Pill with Inca. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a really good podcast title because it's it's a personal brand. But then she um, named it as Sleeping Pill. So every time maybe you listen <laughs> to her podcast show, you get relaxed and uh, yeah, after hearing it, you can have a nice sleep so i guess that's a really good catchy podcast name maybe so when when you want to coin your name so that people would remember you oh it's it's a podcast by inca so yeah you could also do that as for me i'm i'm actually going to start my own podcast show but um, I just yeah <laughs> and I when, just, when would you publish that I don't when know. would you launch but I started my podcast artwork huh? <laughs> I titled it as the creative empath I just recently discovered that I'm really really high in, in emotional intelligence and so that makes me feel more and be sensitive to my clients or to the people I'm around with. And so I discovered that I'm a very good, empathetic person. (laughs) Plus, I'm also creative. So yeah, I kind of wanted that title for my podcast. So yeah, I named it as that. When you want to create a name for yourself, you should just like what Kai said, you should embody your goals, your purpose. Maybe you also inject some of your personality, <laughs> I guess, into naming your podcast. And yeah, how would it benefit maybe your your audience or your listeners? Okay, right. So actually another thing, one thing that or one of the first things that I ask our clients whenever I onboard clients is their branding guideline. Mm. Because it helps us map out or it helps us see how we would write for them, how, how we would create a strategic presentation when it comes to mm-hmm. podcasting and also for the graphics. Because it's important that all your materials from social media up to the end of your funnel talks in with one message or they move mm-hmm. in unison, they move harmoniously. So how important is having branding guideline in a business? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my first question. If someone would like to start a podcast, what suggestions would you have for them if they don't have their branding guideline set up yet? Because mm-hmm. for a branding guideline, it's like a it's like a package, right? It doesn't yeah. just talk about the design. It also talks about your brand personality, how you would talk to the people, right? So how important is having that on set of your business or on set of your show? Well, in every business that you have or any uh, identity, because you want to have an identity, right? 
So if you want to to have an identity, well, basically you just ha- you need to have those basic elements in building your brand. Because even if this is a hobby for you, <laughs> it, but then you want to have that spotlight, and how would people recognize you, right? If if your graphics are all over the place, it's not really nice to look at. <laughs> Of course, people will not be really attracted to that because, you know, before we listen, we we take a look at the image first and people are usually visual. We tend to look at what is the look and then that's the time that we click. That's why we have scroll stopping images on our network because with all the buzz and the noise in social media, we get distracted a lot and you want your brand to stand out. So that's why you would need really a brand guideline so that it would be consistent with all of your socials, with your website, maybe if you have a website for your podcast as well. And so they would, uh, people would recognize you and they would really remember you when, when you have this set of colors or maybe fonts, even the smallest details. Yeah, it, it really matters uh, to have a standard uh, brand style guide. Even if you don't have a brand guide guideline, maybe for since, since it's, it's too much for you, you could just have a brand style guide. So basically inside a brand style guide, you would have your logo if you have your fonts and your color palette. And of course, you would have your photography or any illustrations that you want to include in your um, podcast artwork. That's why we, we create a podcast artwork first. It's like your album in uh, imagine yourself like a singer and you have your your album course uh before we buy cds right <laughs> and we we are attracted to those beautiful covers um so it's also the same in podcast shows right and another thing that i learned from you which i also teach now yeah. and i also tell my clients is the word brand recall i heard this yeah. from you and i want to know more about the brand recall because because sometimes we think that there are platforms that, you know, it's okay if I don't give much effort in the mm-hmm. designs, right? In certain ways or in certain times, we feel that, you know, um, it's fine if we just don't give effort, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, when it comes to brand recall, particularly to creating the designs, mm-hmm. how deep should we understand the purpose of brand recall and what are the effects to the listeners or to the, say, for example, to your audience? Because on your social media accounts, social media profi- uh, platforms are used to promote your podcast, mm-hmm. right? And I always say this, that we should maximize our social media platforms in promoting our shows. Yeah. Because once that we publish our episodes, our audience, they don't know it unless we tell them, yeah. right? So, and also... In making you their top of mind, brand recall plays a big role. Yes. So how does it work? Well, it, it depends on how you're going to anchor them into remembering you. 
yeah, I remember we also tried to look for the sounds for outro and intro. I guess that plays a big role also. But when it comes to visuals, of course, they would remember you with your color palette or how do you create those stunning graphics when you're posting your audiograms or your um, announcements or who are you guesting for that show? So um, every time they see you on your social media announcing this post every day, maybe if you're doing your podcast shows every day, they would really um, remember that it's your brand because they consistently see the congruence oh my gosh that's a deep word but yeah uh, they would see how how clean it is or how how visually appealing it is to their eyes and uh, eventually they would know uh, that it's your brand because you use those colors specifically for example Kai's branding is in purple and yellow it's strong it's vibrant it's uh, really attractive. A while ago, we were able to talk about a bit about the podcast artwork. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to focus on the promotional materials because yeah. it's really important in growing your show. Uh, now, when it comes to promoting, because I've watched the Morning Glory movie. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. But it's a real story about the TV shopping network that okay. the reason why they always you know, do repetitive ads or repetitive call to actions is that they believe that they say that people have to hear you at least nine times some Mm -hmm. people they say that at least 21 times before they finally remember you Mm -hmm. so for social media because we always you know i'll uh, like i said uh, social media we promote there but we don't want to sound robotic or we don't want to sound like we're just you know giving them the the promotional materials and then yes. go mush and listen to my show, something like that. Yeah. So how would we do that creatively without imposing, without sounding like we are imposing and, you know, later on making them repel? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it has something to do with your messaging as well, but I guess you, you, you really cannot force people to... <laughs> join your podcast if they're they're not really the people you're targeting that's why we have to be specific when we're choosing our colors and um, how we can relate it to our brand really because there's this color psychology that we're also talking about and I talked about this last last night on on Soraya's seduction marketing course and I mentioned there that knowing your color psychology could really also affect how you're going to send a message to your audience. Like, for example, when you use green, it could be maybe related to health or caring for the planet or whatever. If you use purple, it it denounces um, royalty or um, you expressed something that is about uh, something really luxurious. Those really can affect your brand. I mean, how, how people are going to see you. And uh, if you're being pushy with your messaging and also it would reflect on your um, illustrations, maybe on, on the um, socials that you post, it would really repel <laughs> people from coming back and listening to you instead of instead of them listening to you 
because of their own purpose, they would hate <laughs> listening to you because of the messaging that you you're sending them. Because you know, visuals really play a big role in um, how do you say delivering your message. It's not just through uh, them just listening and reading throughout your post, but when they stop and they scroll at your page or in your post, they would see the image first. And that's the time that they would uh, then start to listen, what, what's the topic about. So you have to really think about what you should be posting uh, or creating in your visuals. And they can play around different types of different forms of content. Like, mm. for example, we have carousel posts, we have yes. quotable quotes and audiograms. So it don't sound monotonous, right? Yes, because yes. if you see someone posting audiograms always, because audiograms are good. They're really, mm-hmm. They are really performing really great in advertising or promoting your podcast. But if you always, you know, publish that without without changes or yeah or any variation mm-hmm. yeah. yeah variations right so that's the word that i'm looking for so if you don't use any variations you would sound monotonous mm. sound boring yes mm-hmm. yes you have you have to play with your socials as well since yeah they say that videos or audios are performing better when uh, it comes to engagement but mm-hmm. of course have to think about the images as well that he posts so that they would have a break (laughs) it's also a break for you since you're if if you're doing your own podcast um templates or um content it it would be really hard for you to edit every single audio that you have to post on your audiogram so yeah it would also help with you know having a break (laughs) having a break having a kit cat (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that helps. <laughs> so, if I am someone who's, I have a podcast right now, mm-hmm. and then I figure that by listening to this podcast, I figure that there are areas of improvement that I can focus on to optimize my my podcast, most especially in promoting my mm-hmm. podcast across social media platforms. Yes. So. But I want to do the graphics on my own. I want to improve mm. the, the social media collateral on my own. How would I get started? Mm-hmm. If, if you want to start your social media on your own, of course, you have to know the basics of, I mean, collecting all those visual elements that you would want so that you would have these tools that you would use. So you don't have to choose what font should I be using for this um, social media post or what color should I be using? So you should have a standard brand checklist for that. And if if you have that in place, you could already create that in Canva because you don't need Photoshop <laughs> anymore. It's, it's, so, it's so easy just to pick the colors and um, fonts that you would need for your social media. You know, if, if you already can afford a visual brand stylist or a graphic designer, they could just create a template for you. And that's where you can already um, start creating your own socials without having the need to design it on your own. But if you're doing a DIY, the things that you would need would be just 
basically your logo, your color palette, mood board. A, a mood board is really good for you just to check whether your visuals are on point with your mood board and typography, photography, and also your illustrations. I guess those are just the basic elements that you would need first in creating your own podcast promotional uh, stuff. Okay. Yeah, right. Because I think the one thing that we have in common is that we are both social media managers, mm, right? Before yes, I ventured are. into podcasting, yeah. uh, I was also a social media manager, which I applied in podcasting mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it it's a uh, it goes hand in hand. You can't yes. you know you can't maximize your promotion on podcast if you don't use social media. That's so, and she's also a social media manager. So, by the way, yeah, can you give us a quick background of your social media management experience before? How does it uh, you? How does it play a big role in building your brand? Well, uh, before I niched down into visual brand uh, styling or brand strategist, what you might call it. But I started as a social media manager. So when I was starting out, I I love um, hanging out on Pinterest and Instagram more than on Facebook, on Twitter, or on LinkedIn because it it's the most visual out of all the social platforms, and that's where I discovered I love creating graphics. Um, more than the content that I should be writing on the captions for the post. So, um, and eventually people started not noticing um, my post when I experimented on myself. I mean, they were asking if I could create covers for them. And that's where I started uh, really doing um my visual I mean this this visual branding and then one of our mentors said you could really niche down on visual branding just doing that and I guess you would really pay I mean it would really pay off um, since you're really talented in doing graphics so then it evolved to um, doing my friends covers and then clients I'm doing logos now and um their own um, templates and yeah it eventually grew and people started noticing and even international clients are starting to see what what I was doing so now I, I, I really don't have any problem looking for clients because they already see how credible I am as a brand strategist so <laughs> yeah. yeah that's also a very effective strategy because when mm. I started in creating my or when I started launching my podcast, mm-hmm. uh, changing your cover photo and your featured image uh, altogether is a great way in how you can strongly send the message across that I am launching a podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the strategies that you can do if you are about to launch your podcast or relaunch your podcast. And yeah, um, making it work harmoniously in unison the message on your on your cover photo on your artwork whatever image you use uh should be conveying the same message Mm -hmm. for your podcast launching campaign now i know that you have prepared something for us the five yeah oh she doesn't know (laughs) okay i just want her to share with us what are the five elements that 
we should have on our podcast artwork. So if mm-hmm. you're someone who wants to revamp your your podcast artwork or your designs, not only on podcast artwork, because you can also use this as your autographs because sometimes mm-hmm. we are also repurposing the podcast artwork to be a promotional material, like for example, for audiogram. So you can strongly use this. Mm-hmm. So for you as a visual brand stylist, uh, what do you think are the five elements that a podcast artwork should have? And mm-hmm. can you explain it uh, to us for each wallet? Okay, okay. So the, the basic elements that you would need in creating your podcast artwork, this is your cover. So it would stick throughout all the seasons that you're going to play. So yeah, it should be eye-popping. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you would need your podcast name or title, maybe, but yeah, that's that's the one of the best things that you have to think about. And then, of course, you would include maybe a photo of you if this is your personal podcast brand, or maybe an illustration that would represent your podcast name. Okay, and if you do have a tagline, a catchy tagline attached to it, you could also include that. But it's it's also optional since um, some podcasters really don't include their taglines in it. But yeah, it it could be also a good good thing for you to include that in your podcast album or artwork. Okay, and and then you would need to include your name as well. Who's the host of this? <laughs> of course, you want to be known and be recognizable. So, of course, you should include your host name or you as a host. And last but not least would be a following maybe your brand style guide if you do have. Or if not, you should ha- ask someone who's a professional and have it made by them. Uh, let's discuss why you would need these five uh, basic elements. Okay, so for your your name as a host, of course, this is important because um, how would people know who's who's uh, talking behind that podcast, right? You cannot just name yourself as Jan Doe or I mean Jane Doe or Sam Smith, <laughs> right? But uh, of course, they should know who is behind that voice, right? Very important as well. And um, your photo, if, if you want to be seen and be known and, you know, you want, you want to attract more listeners, of course, you have to show who's, who's that person behind that voice. But yeah, uh, having a, that lifestyle photo also helps if, if it's a personal brand. Okay? And um, having a catchy tagline can help in their brand recall. So sometimes people remember names. Sometimes people would remember uh, how good your podcast artwork would look. But, you know, um, if you're always saying that tagline uh, relating to podcast name, I guess they would also have that anchor to remember you better if you would have that tagline. Okay. What's an example of a tagline that you know, Kai? <laughs> Do you have a tagline it's also? Ju- yes, it's earning through podcasting, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Nike, like for example, Nike, just do it. Right? Every time yes. you say, just do it. Oh, Nike. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you you would also remember that. Mm-hmm. And okay, and of course, your podcast name does it really relate to what you're talking about? We we talked about this earlier, and of course, the most important thing, <laughs> one of the most important thing, not really the most, um, is also embodying your uh, brand style guide because. It should be consistent with what you're posting online and also on your social uh, promotional materials. So it should also be reflected in your podcast art artwork. So I know you. I mentioned already what what should be included in your brand style guide: your logos, your your basic fonts, your color palette, and your photography. I guess, um, yeah, that plays a big role in your podcast artwork as well just to stand out if you really want to stand out all right okay so another thing thank you for that and i hope you guys are taking down notes and but also don't worry i will be including that in the show notes. there will be a quiz later yes (laughs) yes who's the first honor (laughs) okay so another thing because Blessy, Ate Blessy is actually a very um, empathetic person. Mm-hmm. And what I also say most of the time uh, on my episode and every time I, I teach is you have to listen carefully. Especially in the online world, world uh, I guess the magic that it does for us is even if we work behind computers or la- laptops, we can feel if mm-hmm. the person is is listening genuinely, is mm-hmm. connecting genuinely, or is just a transactional person. Mm-hmm. And we tend to repel to those kinds of people, right? So uh, since you're, um, you're an empathetic person, I, and I know as her friend, I know that she knows how, how to listen very carefully. Uh, now, I want to hear from you, what do you think is the advantage of knowing how to listen Mm-hmm. not only when people talk to you directly but also in you know absorbing contents mm-hmm. uh, so people can have a good idea on how to craft their contents or promotional materials how it would help them get the message across whenever they are recording mm-hmm. well of course in doing podcast shows of course er- uh, everything that you say <laughs> would uh how, how do you say this? It? Like it's like um when when you see the visuals, it should also embody what what you're about to say. So if if you're posting holistic photos or stuff like that, or talking, or maybe you 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 want to talk about health or or something, you you cannot talk about things that are um, sensitive, I guess, like um, something about politics or pollution, or maybe this COVID, which is, you know, uh, a trigger word for a lot of people right now, since, yeah, um, a lot of people may may, may be dealing with anxieties and they have these trigger words that you don't know and you won't re- realize that it's actually hurting your audience. So you have to pick the right words to say, even uh, all throughout your messaging, uh, I guess, when, when you're talking about any topic. So um, you have to be mindful, I guess, um, as an empath. So um, 
it, you could you could also ask questions uh, about your topic maybe before you start recording would my topic be relevant to them would it help them understand or um what i'm saying would it help them in in their growth in their self-development i guess yeah because people would listen to you because they want to learn something and they want to grow with you i guess uh, if if they want to learn uh, more about podcasts more about create creatives i guess you should be talking more of that because that's what you really place on your podcast name instead of just dealing with other stuff that uh, people should be talking about but yeah you have this brand and you have to um, maybe respect your reputation as well for that and you you could be mindful of yourself and also more about your listeners you have to learn how to listen to your listeners not them listening to you because you're the expert right because you want um you want them to understand what you're also talking about and in return they would understand you so you should understand them first i guess yes that's true yeah yesterday i created a recording because uh nico the founder mm-hmm. of the podcast for listen they can ask me to create a video, a tutorial video, how to reach out to your audience or to your listeners. And I mentioned that that before your audience would listen to you, you have to listen to them first because you have to invest time and effort or you have to plant the seeds first. You can't just expect to publish contents and then in just one day, they're going to follow you or to see you as the, their problem solver. It mm-hmm. has to, you have to, give them something very very valuable and mm-hmm. of course we see someone very valuable if they give or if they see us as someone that's valuable by giving them uh giving them tips or advice mm-hmm. that really solves the problem mm-hmm. their re- real problem and not the problem that we only assume yeah. is their problem yes yes yes, yes. that's why anything you'd like to add i would say that if if you're planning to start your podcast show you should also put in mind what you should be um, placing in your visuals and so i i'm as a visual brand strategist i would really recommend that you build your brand uh, i mean your brand style guide so that it would be consistent with any of your um, website podcast promotional materials yeah, you should also include your lifestyle photo. You should invest in photo shoots as well. If, if you really want to be presentable in your podcast artwork, you cannot repeat one photo. <laughs> okay, I'm now going to shrink. I want to shrink. <laughs> hey, all your promotional materials. <laughs> yes, they would see you, but it's uh, it's just one photo that you yeah. <laughs> immediately use. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, that's also important. But um, yeah, you could DIY maybe your photo or have someone is really good at taking your uh, photos. You, you could you you could edit that, I guess. Uh, if if you cannot afford yet a good photo shoot from a professional photographer but it would be nice for you to invest uh, those things as well and yeah i guess that's it 
um, I guess we we talked about your podcast name. You should think about um, a catchy phrase as well for your tagline. Um, and yeah, I would really emphasize on having your brand uh, be on point on every materials that you use. So I guess that's it. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. And this was really a fun conversation I know. behind the scenes. <laughs> yes. And yeah, if if um someone listening would like to reach out to you and would like to build their banding mm-hmm. guideline where they can find you. Yeah, you could find me on, yeah, you could just message me on Facebook. You could just search my name, Blessy Pastor. I'm I'm not really a snob person, but sometimes I would reply late because a lot of people are actually messaging me. So you could also reach me out on my Instagram. I am Blessy D. So yeah, I guess. Are you it. also on LinkedIn? Um, yes, but my LinkedIn is not really um. Uh, being used because <laughs> oh. it's, it's for a different purpose but yeah you could just reach me on facebook and instagram i guess All right. the best. yeah mm-hmm. and if you would like to uh, revamp your podcast if you would like yeah. to revamp or to launch your podcast and need someone to manage your podcast mm-hmm. you can reach out to us mm-hmm. we are a combo if one said you connect with us i'm sure you'll be working with blessy as well okay mm-hmm. And that's okay. it. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out to us, just go to podguy.com and I'll see you again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. If you need help growing and monetizing your podcast, don't forget to visit podguy.com and book a call with us. We want to know more about you.